0: Hello hello it's Rob. Happy holidays to you all from all of us here at Dark Nexus. I don't know what it's been like where you are, but around here it has been freezing cold and blizzardy. Real stay inside and nest kind of weather. So the timing of the release of this particular chapter worked out well, I think. It is a it's a it's a nesting kind of episode this week. And we end this episode with a segment that Paul put together. On the spot, that's ended up being one of my favorite sequences we ever recorded. Anyhow, I just wanted to thank you for sharing the back half of 2022 with us. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling your friends about us. And, you know, we're a tiny startup building from the ground up with no established network, very little money, and we are trying to keep this project and our feed ad-free so the listening experience can be as immersive as possible. If you have ended your year with the means to show some support to the artists that have brought lovingly crafted stories into your ear week after week this year, please consider visiting our various Patreon and support links at our website, darknexuspodcast.com. On to the episode, wishing health and warmth and hope to you and yours. Welcome back to Dark Nexus. Tonight, it's Act 1, Chapter 20. Hey, and wow. we have hit another milestone here, character level 3. <laughs> Let's check on uh, what's new for each of you, the the tidbits that you want to share right now. And if you have thoughts, let us know what you think about whether you're learning new abilities or remembering new abilities. Uh, who wants to kick us off? I'll go.
1: Grip's pretty simple. Um, <laughs> the normal stuff, you know, I, I finally... This is this is exciting. I have a plus one on my will save hey. now. Um Nice. It, uh, that was a long time coming. I'm excited <laughs> about that. And so madness pff, is a, a thing of the past now. Um, <laughs> then f- uh, I got a new feat, and I took combat expertise, yeah. which is where you can sacrifice some of your two hit to bump up your armor class which is fine and well in and of itself, but I took it uh, because it's a prerequisite for a scad of <laughs> other feats, so uh, it has uh, bumped up my feats available to me to use the, uh, what's it called, the uh, martial flexibility class feats, so, or class ability, so I have uh, a lot more feats at my disposal. Nice, Yay. And that's awesome. it, and I and have I have more hit points. And you got a little bump on grapple
0: checks, is that what it was? You oh right, I CMB got um, or the
1: uh, maneuver training uh, uh, class feature where I get a plus one to my CMB and CMD when grappling is involved sweet 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 sweet.
0: That's wow. cool. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's a great <laughs> class. I mean, I don't know why everyone's not playing a brawler. Yeah, how many hit points do you have now at their level? We'd Thirty-seven. Oh 37. My God. Wow. Are you kidding me? Oh 37? He's got right here on the sheet. He's got oh 18 God. con. That's what that's what starts to happen when you have that much constitution It's crazy. Oh. I don't think
2: I've ever known anybody that maxed out their con my I mean, heart that's hurts. pretty cool. It's
1: worth it. It's worth it. I figured, you know, um, strength is cool, but if I'm going to be the damage sponge, um, <laughs> which I kind of figured I would be, I uh, decided to
3: go that route. That's really I, it's cool. That's really awesome. Uh, who wants to go next? I mean, I'll go. Me and my <laughs> fifteen hit points.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> it's still better than twelve. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's three better than twelve. <laughs> exactly. And I still would have dropped twice in the well, last three yeah. episodes. Yeah, you would have. Um, but I, I'm not going to share everything that I got because some of it is uh, moment-specific and really fun. I'll tell you that I got a new feat, and I'm sure we'll learn very quickly what, what it was. Yeah. And I got a new phrenic amplification, so that thing I can do where I can cast a spell and link a mind touch to it to detect the thoughts of the target of the spell. I got another thing like that that um, might not come up. I don't know when that will come up. Let's hope it doesn't ever come up, but
0: if it does, does, it'll be be really cool. Yeah, Yeah.
3: but I will tell you, I got a new spell and I picked mage armor. Uh, Yeah, the the, uh, hour per level full defense spell. Yeah, plus Uh, 40 armor class for hours per day. It really can't hurt. What kind of bonus is that? It's uh, ooh, I think think it's armor, armor, isn't it? I think it's an armor bonus. Yeah, it's an
4: armor bonus. So any like additional deflective bonus? Deflect is
3: good. Yeah,
0: dodge will stack.
3: Plus four armor bonus to AC. Yeah, it really
0: is just like she's encased in a sheath of force that acts like actual armor. That's so yep. cool. So cool.
3: Desperately needed. There are many more interesting spells out there, but that's the one I picked. <laughs> uh, I now have a light like grip. I now have a fortitude uh, <laughs> save that is not zero. Is it a
2: plus nine like grips? It's not. It's only plus seven.
3: <laughs> but like grip sa- save is is so much higher than my best save which is will and which didn't go up which I think makes sense yeah. considering I'm insane uh, yeah so you know more skill points
0: oh and is this is did she remember how to cast major armor um, or did she discover how to cast yeah, major armor I
3: think Hammer? for Dora this is all an unfolding of this sort of dreamscape in her mind mm-hmm. of this mansion and this the things within it so like even seeing the lighthouse sparks a moment of 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 what feels like memory, yeah. but might just be her imagination, which is very active uh, at work. So yeah. I don't have a definitive answer on whether she's remembering how to do these things or not. Yeah. Um, the feet doesn't sound like a memory. No, it, <laughs> it sounds not. like a, a a thing she has just picked up out of necessity. And frankly, so does the new phrenic amplification. So I think these things are not moments in time remembered, but
0: yeah. New new rooms she's finding yes. in her mind palace.
1: Yes. Oh, what about grip? I forgot I, to check in on that. I think combat expertise in particular is a newly learned skill because I think in his past, people hitting him was not his concern. <laughs> uh, he was he was the authority figure, and he <laughs> right. is what he is. So he didn't. But all of a sudden. He's having to learn how to not get hit by shit. Uh, I uh, so I think, I, think that's, I think that's a new skill for him. And, I love it. And
2: also, uh, if, I, if I remember correctly, because only because you're a brawler can you pick up that feat. Is that correct? Because normally doesn't that feat it have... requires an intelligence of something. Yeah. Intelligence oh, of like yes, 13. Oh yes, an intelligence
1: of 13, which I do not have. <laughs> so yes, that is, that is true. But
3: yeah. you're so good at finding files.
1: <laughs> you're much smarter than you say that you are. And Not according to this.
2: <laughs> uh, who wants to go next, Johnny? Uh, sure, sure. I'll go next. Uh, let's see. Uh, I didn't get anything super exciting. What did I get here? All right, next level is more of a big Next level, level for you. is uh, exciting. I do get uh, an investigator talent, which we've already talked about, that I am uh, training into a uh, rapid reload pistol. Um, so I took that as a steel hound investigator. I am able to take that as a special talent. Uh, I got keen recollection, which means now Whenever uh, Rob asks me, uh, "Are you trained in that knowledge skill?" I go, "No, I'm not." But guess what? I can still roll for it, That's anyways. Great. I That's can still great. try. Just I might get a natural twenty and learn something. Anyways. And the
0: difference is, like, you don't get your inspiration on Correct. those ones, right? Yeah, I cool. don't get the automatic awesome. plus
2: one d six on it. But the fact that I can roll on any knowledge check now—it's amazing—is such cool. a huge That's thing. Great. So um, class appropriate, especially too. at a low level, yeah. it's a really big deal. I think that that is a thing of sort of like stuff is floating back into him. Mm-hmm. So I think that's him kind of remembering bits and pieces of things, even, though I, even if I don't have a skill rank in it right now. Yeah, I love that. Um, the
0: I peeling, get, peeling paint in the rooms is yeah, kind of like starting to show exactly, some shapes. Exactly, exactly. Yeah.
2: Even if there's a thing that's missing there, the negative space is still there, so something can be inferred from the fact that there's a negative space I there. I love it. Hmm. Um, I get trap sense plus one, because who doesn't love trap sense? Uh, I get a new extract, and an additional extract per day. And I am not going to tell you what it is right now because I'm probably going to use it. And uh, I get a whole bunch of new skills. And I definitely put some skills into some things that I think are things that he is remembering, or things that are like triggered because of what he learned.
0: Awesome. And uh, what about Ray?
4: Uh, Ray is still so much in the dark about himself. I don't feel like he's remembering much about himself. But in the last combat with uh, Mr. Gabriel, mm-hmm. when he saw Dora go down and slid forward with that jazzy flash dance, was
3: the fossiest combat I've ever.
4: To stabilize her, I think in that moment, he started to think about uh, focusing, how he can focus his uh, energy. Yeah. And so as a feat, Ray's able to focus his channeling power so he has extra channel. Um, now which gives Ray, him two extra, actually. right, yeah. which is two extra. So now Ray oh, can channel positive energy seven times a day awesome. for two d six, yes. awesome. wow. which Ray. will make what a, a huge, big difference huge for us. Huge jump,
2: seven yeah. times a day for a third level
4: character. That is, great. it's awesome. So, also, there is a class feature that started for me this level, which he hasn't dis- Ray hasn't discovered yet. Cool, that's going to come out, nice. and nice. Uh, a new spell that he has that he
0: hasn't discovered yet Not that so that's awesome. going to come out in yeah, combat so Love cool. it. that's <laughs> really fun all right we are picking up on day six of the campaign it is the 29th of lamation we did a little talking off air between weeks about how we want to spend this particular day we've got a few plans in place so we're going to talk through some of those but first of all overnight as everybody sleeps Let's do some administration of disease, shall we? <laughs> Today is a day. That gull needs to make his second save against tumor infestation. If he makes this save, God. it's completely done for him.
3: Oh, It's make all it, over.
0: Come on, buddy. You make got it. it, you got make
2: it. it. And, and because of my uh, human trait, I get to roll twice. Part so, of the slums, yeah, right? 15. Okay. And two.
0: Why don't you take the 15?
2: I would take the 15, but Taking it may not be enough. <laughs> and
0: are you gonna use any shame with that fifteen?
2: Uh no, but I will use I will use two points of inspiration okay. to be done with this for the day, which will add one point, making it 16. He's very stone-faced right now. You're not getting the get out of here. You're fine. No, but well, he's he's like he's making it. He's going to work it here. He's like, is this 16 enough or is what he going to
0: when you go back up the track? Oh, well, we'll have to see. Gull falls down the track. <gasps> and he looks just as bad as Grip did yesterday when he fell down to Weakened on the physical disease track and weakened on the charisma poison track. He is suffering all the effects of the sickened and fatigued conditions, which as we've learned before is, it's pretty much a minus three to just about most things that are useful doing. And falling to the weakened stage on the charisma poison track is this one that didn't impact our buddy grip all that much, but unfortunately will have a little impact on Gull. Uh, Your sense of self is weakened, starts to fade. You will now take a minus two penalty on all charisma-based skill and ability checks. And there is, you're not a, oh no, your your spell casting isn't based on charisma, right? It's based on intelligence. intelligence. Okay, great, so the second half of this, which would be awful, like, so if this happened to Ray, he could no longer cast first level spells. Oh God. It's so (laughs) terrible. All right, so these black and red festering tumors that had looked like they were starting to go away, all from making contact with that terrible hungry flesh in the entrance hall to Briarstone Asylum. It's come back, and Gull's waking up today feeling not so hot from that. We have Ray still suffering from filth fever, how many days into this campaign? But yesterday, he got himself out of the weekend state back into the latent state. So this is now your first save of two. Go ahead and make this, and you'll be one save away from total health. And this Come is moment. a
4: save versus disease. This yes. is a save
0: versus disease, a fortitude save. You get a bonus on this?
4: I do, I get a plus four competency bonus because of my wasting. Yes. Oof, it's a 12. You are
2: wearing that cloak.
0: He is wearing that cloak.
4: I am wearing
2: a
0: cloak. You have made one successful save. Okay. You are now one save away from health, from this awful disease that's been haunting you for 20 chapters. (laughs) Now, let's switch over. While we are doing some administration of people's health, let's talk a little bit about Dora and her 17 points. (laughs) of sanity damage. So we had our conversation about what exactly happened to Dora as a result of that 17 points off air between weeks because we thought it would be, the choice we ended up making we thought would be more fun, would be more fun to introduce as a role-playing exercise than a mechanical crunch exercise. But uh, Dora is suffering from a lesser madness just as as Grip is. Do you want to tell us what you're suffering from there, Katie? A delusion. A delusion. Mm. We're going to leave the exact specific nature of that delusion. Obviously it somehow has something to do with this fox. We're going to leave that (laughs) unexplained for the moment. Now this is a little different with dora grip knows he has this phobia he understands when he sees these things he understands that he's scared of them he understands to avoid them dora and we're gonna have to ask the three of you guys to help katie with this katie's got a play that dora does not even know this has happened to her so as we sort of, we've had some discussions already about how we might do some mitigating of Dora's sanity damage, we have to be thinking as we move forward that this is stuff that you all will have to try to help Dora understand that she needs because she she wouldn't bring it up, right? No. Nope. Yeah. As far as she knows. She's good. She's good. She is all good. We're not gonna worry about healing overnight because the group has decided to take one full day of rest here, by the end of which point everybody will be back up to full health and Gulliver will get his daily grit point. Oh, one thing from last session. Johnny, as you were in the records room reading through that uh, Oliver Zandalus record, with the door open there, as Gull was hearing Grip and Denman having their conversation in Orcish, you heard that just out of the corner of your (gasps) ear, and you learned that that is a language you are fluent in. Ooh.
1: Hey, look at you. Orcish. Nice.
0: We've got a little checklist of what we're gonna do today on this uh, day of rust here in the chapel. What do we wanna start with?
4: Do you wanna do the administrative, like rolling checks on stuff first and then do this, prepare for this funeral for the evening? Yeah, I think right? we
3: should give Ray the day to prepare for
0: And what's Ray preparing for?
4: I'm gonna prepare a, a funeral service for winter under the uh, symbol of phrasma. Yeah. And I will maybe ask Erwin mm-hmm.
0: for help. Oh, yes. She'd be delighted to. And when you mean help, but you're talking about cleaning up the body, cleaning up the, the body, space.
4: preparing the space. Yeah, there's
0: yeah. a lot of blood that was spilled. Much of it Dora's, right, uh, and much of it Winters. And
4: this is our sleeping area and our living yeah. area. and yeah. stuff too.
0: We want to keep it safe and clean, yeah.
4: right, right, especially
0: for all these children that have to live here as well. Right. We're thinking about breaking this day up into eight-hour chunks of time. Uh, Johnny introduced last week that Gull is going to be training with Vowston on getting this retraining so he has the point-blank shot feat. So we know eight hours of Gull's day are going to be spent doing that. Uh, what's the other eight hours of Gull's day going to be spent doing, Johnny?
2: Well, I was going to make some more bullets mm-hmm. because I'm getting low. I only have like five left at this point. Yeah. But I'm wondering, now that I am fatigued and sickened, does that impact my ability to do any of this uh, mechanically? And also, as I go down this track, do I then become able to pass this on to others?
0: With the heel checks that you've been able to make so far, and you made a couple of high ones yesterday, I know, as we were dealing with grip situation, you do know about this disease that it is Transmitted through transfer of blood in injury, so you are not going to breathe it on anybody. You are not going to pass it along by touching them. You would have to essentially mingle your blood with somebody else in order to transmit it.
2: Then Gulliver would be extremely careful when uh, cutting himself around anybody. Oh yeah. Since we are now doing this, this is another thing that we talked about. Of now that we've now that we are all terrified of doppelgangers infiltrating us. Anytime anybody goes out of our little stronghold, before they come back, they have to cut off part of themselves, voluntarily giving themselves uh, one hit point worth of damage. And then the guards also have to cut themselves to show that no one has infiltrated where they're coming in.
0: Yeah. And the other piece of that was you were going to insist that they institute a policy of always maintaining groups of three minimum, that no one will ever be alone, no one will ever even be in duos, at least three people will always be together uh, and, and hope then that that keeps everybody safe from more infiltration. So you're not going to transmit it to anybody that way, but we know you're going to be very, very careful. Looking through the, uh, the rules here, it doesn't seem as though taking a full day of rest is going to help or hurt you too much either way as far as the disease progression goes. So as long as you want to maybe maintain some distance, make sure there's no chance of you spilling blood on Valston, I think you're safe to train for the day. And what was your other activity? You were going to make bullets? So make you want to bullets. Great. Yeah. How many bullets do you want to make? Uh, I think I want to make, like, maybe, like, 40? Great. Excellent. And what does that cost you? That cost you, like, four gold pieces? Is that uh, yes. Yeah, fantastic.
2: And Gulliver has thoughts of, of a couple small places where he would want to stop off and get a few mm-hmm. things as well. Sure. Um, thinking about the fact that we are getting low on medicine for Loic, yeah. he remembered in the uh, murder room that we originally found in, mm-hmm. but we woke up in, there was a straitjacket. Uh-huh. So he's thinking, if we go down there, I could go down. I could pick up that straitjacket as well as any of those other spare weapons to that you hadn't grabbed that before. we hadn't grabbed. I think there was another crossbow. There was like a couple hand axes. There were some things like that. Yeah, a few more daggers, a few hand axes passed out for sure. to everybody else so that they had some additional weapons rather than just awful table legs. This is our
0: first time going back into the furnace room and into the furnace to see what the situation there is, it is immediately apparent that one of the last earthquakes, presumably the one when you were in the laundry room, Uh the big one that started knocking walls down, collapsed that whole side of the wall there, and there is no longer... A path downstairs through the furnace shafts oh now we do know there is the corpse chute somewhere we'd reasonably <laughs> guess that the access to that could be found in the West courtyard but looking at the damage on that side and that part of the building uh, the, the basement may be out of play at the moment
2: and then the last thing was uh, I'm trying to remember where it was where the surgeon's tools were? Were those all the way down, or were those in... Those were in the
0: laundry. You could pick those back up. Okay, then he would want to get that. Easy to do. The only point of concern is this big collapse to the north, beyond which you've been told there are many ghouls. So far, days have passed, it doesn't seem as though they if they're trying to it doesn't seem as though they've been able to dig through and this is like this is a part of the building where it had been three stories (laughs) just like picture like a giant three-story chunk just dropping down like you're it's uh it's a big mess there but you can pick up the surgeon's tools they are available to you I will do that consider it done and what's grips day spent doing Sitting and staring. Um, <laughs> he'll, he'll try
1: to find ways to make himself useful if, yeah. there's, if there's rebuilding of barricades or uh, anything that doesn't involve the, the slashy, slashy weapons. For sure. He'll try to, you know, rest and heal, but try to make himself useful to the group in any way he
0: can. Fantastic! I know, Paul. You're 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 still working on still working on your funeral here. I'm going to interrupt yeah. you for a second because I know one thing we wanted to do today. Because twenty four hours have passed, we have some unidentified magic items. Let's give our friend Ray another pass at identifying them, and you can certainly give yourself a guidance for each of these checks. So feel okay. free to add that extra plus one each time.
4: Great, and. I've already detected magic, so this is a Spellcraft check, right? Yes,
0: you'll have to reopen yourself up to the auras by casting Detect Magic, and Got then you use the Spellcraft skill to figure out what those auras do.
4: Got it. Yeah. And how many um, checks do you want me to roll?
0: Well, let's start with the Incense. Okay. Uh, natural four. Unknown still. We have the Talisman on the Silver Chain. A natural four. Okay, unknown. The pearl? A natural 19. So, yay! The one that we succeeded <laughs> is the one the party can't use. <laughs> to confirm what everybody knew from the get-go, it is a Pearl of Power, which allows a prepared spellcaster, which is nobody in this party, to reprepare a spell, a first-level spell they have cast during a day, but worth some money down the road mm-hmm. if the party ever finds civilization and people who can buy it. Let's check out your cloak. Yeah, let's check mm. out my cloak. An eighteen? It is a cloak of resistance plus one Yay. which I think most of you probably had guessed at this point. I'm, all-
4: I'm wearing it right now. Is that okay for me to keep?
0: You let me let me let me tell yeah, you won the cloth, right? <laughs> let me tell you also as well as you're examining that, you recognize the same auras coming off of Winter's Cloak, and you realize that she also had a Cloak of Resistance plus one. Mm -hmm. So there is a second one available to the party now.
2: You do notice that Gull is looking particularly sickly with these pustules and stuff oozing on his face and limbs and stuff.
0: You guys comfortable with Gull taking that? Aye. Great. That is yours, Johnny. You can add that to your sheet. And... Ooh, let's examine Red Destiny, the way... These checks have been going. It's probably not going to happen, but. Uh, you never know. Yeah.
4: It's a natural one. Hey, <laughs> red <is> destiny.
0: It is a mystery. Whether it's cursed, it's cursed. What else do we have that's not identified? There's a potion on Two, somebody's shield. There's sheet, right? one potion. I've
2: got a potion, um, but I can also make a check on that with my alchemy.
0: OK, why don't you start with your alchemy first? Uh, that's an 18. It is a potion of bull's strength. That will add a plus four enhancement bonus to his strength score for three minutes. I take that potion
2: and I go, uh, yeah, I, I think you may want this grip. It's gonna be really helpful for you. It's gonna help you hit things real hard.
1: You're saying I don't hit things real hard right now?
2: Well, hard, like yeah. Even harder. Bull's strength, nice.
0: Oh, uh, winter, winter has a potion. I can make a craft alchemy check on it. Ooh, 23. Cure moderate wounds. Oh. That will cure 2d8 plus 3.
2: I would say that that's probably either a really good thing for grip or for someone else who likes to get sneak attacked and almost killed. I
3: have a potion. The problem with me is uh, there's no time to take it. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> well, then, you know.
0: Grip? But, sure. Great. Yeah, I'll take it. And then he's got it if he needs to give it to someone else, too. Since we're cleaning up and preparing Winter's body for this service that Ray wants to prepare, we've already pillaged her for a cloak of resistance and a potion. She is wearing a chain shirt, which is a nice, a really nice option for light armor, plus four to your armor class. Though if anyone's interested, we'll take a look at what the AC check penalty is, because it might be higher than other stuff. And it weighs a little bit more. It weighs a little bit more. And she also has a Masterwork Dagger for anyone who is looking for another, anyone who's not grip, who's looking for an option for a low-level slashing weapon that can get a little plus-one enhancement bonus to attack rolls. Is
2: that anything that we could give to anybody, and if if any of us don't want it, that we could pass on to
0: to Vostin to hand out to someone else? Oh.
3: I this is one, so.
0: a very finely made dagger and from one of Ray's early checks on Maiden's Choir, the main cathedral to Farazma in the nation of Ustalav, it appears to actually be a ceremonial dagger handed out to priestesses of Farazma at Maiden's Choir. This, so this is a very well-made, very potent item with some, some local historical significance. And as we, you know, Johnny, you and I have to try to figure out um, one of the mechanics of this feet retraining involves spending money. That's just not practical here. However, uh, the value of this dagger is such that turning it over to Faustin, and he would accept it, you know, it was close to winter, uh, and he would use it to honor her memory. This would cover the cost of your feet retraining if the party is feeling that that is a fine way to spend some of its resources. And obviously, if you have Valston fighting with you, it's only being used to help you in combat. I'm fine with that. Excellent. Great. Let's talk about what uh, what Dora's doing today. So she's taken a full day of not adventuring, yeah. primarily because sanity damage is not healed by simply resting overnight. It is healed in increments of resting f- entire full days. What else is on your as on your agenda for the day?
3: Dora's going to... Uh research in the library
0: research mechanic so you're going to go back to Ratch Mambi's lair, yes. his domain
3: yeah
2: who all's going with you
3: I don't know, perhaps Grip would come since he yes. seemed to be looking for things to do Absolutely. and of course
0: Reynard, uh, the, the fox yips um, who
3: is now, I believe,
0: clean Yes. And fed. Oh, the fox? Yes. That you're calling Reynard would be clean. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? What does he mean? What does... What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? I'm just pointing out you made up a name for this fox. You don't know what its name is. There's S- answers to it. He... I guess he does talk back when you call him that name. The So Grip's going to go along as a bodyguard back to the library. And when you go back, uh, and you can easily keep those doors open so you can stay in view of Vausten uh, and Denman at the uh, Eastern Barricade. But you see that the Rattlings have all moved back in. The three that you originally saw along with Ratchmambi. And what has happened is the three that you've already seen before are now on one shelf down. And only Ratchmambi has a nest built on the topmost shelf. Oh. Uh, and as you enter... Ah, ah, my friend is coming to use my domain. Is
3: that all right?
0: More scrolls. Get yeah, more scrolls.
3: Not yet, ah. but we hope to find some soon. Yeah. I see you've moved up in the world.
0: Oh, Ratchmambi knows. Ratchmambi sees. No, there was one. Was, uh, Ratchmambi.
3: Congratulations. What an achievement.
0: What are you going to do?
3: Research.
0: Oh, we will help you by eating the books.
3: Could you eat them after I've looked at them?
0: Oh, yes. So... A research check in a library involves eight hours of work, and now I'm picturing, as Dora goes through and carefully annotates and reads and plums every bit of information she can out of a book, she hands it over to the Rattlings, who then tear each single page out. That information is lost forever as they eat it, regurgitate, (laughs) it, fashion it into nests, and uh, as I have other
3: characters for whom this would be- Torture? Torture, but for Dora, she's like, well, this is what it is. This is what it is.
0: (laughs) <laughs> um, so we're going to simultaneously plumb this library for research and destroy, and destroy it. it. Uh, so this is, our, this is actually our first time using the library mechanic, yeah. which is going to become a long-running part of this campaign. So oh, it's really yeah. fun that this is the first introduction. And as you can imagine, because it's in book one, the, uh, the level of knowledge and the kinds of things you can find out might not be as earth-shattering as they may be later down the road, but you're in a place that is specifically dedicated to the region to the history of the island to the history of the asylum itself and so those are things you know you can research is there anything else that you want to sort of keep in mind as you're reading
3: uh, the chain of knights chain of knights synacmacti school Syncomacti. red with, destiny
0: anything red the destiny, red
3: destiny yes. course yes anything related to alva zandalus excellent and our immediate situation
0: So let's talk about how this mechanic works. Every library has two main statistics. It has a complexity rating, which reflects the the intricacy or the confusing nature of the way the library is organized. And it has knowledge points, which are this abstract representation of the sum of the library's collected information. So to research a topic in a library, you make a research check using one of the skills that the library allows you to use. In the case of the Briarstone Library, You may make knowledge local, knowledge history, or knowledge religion checks. Each of those checks gives a plus two bonus because of the library itself. Can you make more than one of those, or pick one? Each eight-hour check is a single skill check. However, you can have secondary researchers make another check of their choice to aid your primary check.
3: I don't suppose Ratch Mambi has a knowledge history bonus.
0: Ratch is not going to help you get information (laughs) here. No. (laughs) So, attempting a research check involves an uninterrupted eight-hour period. You cannot take 10 or 20 in a research check. Each eight-hour period of research that you do grants a cumulative plus-one bonus on future research checks you make in this library. And that goes away if you stop using the library for more than a month. Uh, succeeding at a research check reduces a library's knowledge points, kind of like dealing damage to a creature's hit points. As the knowledge points decrease, a library reveals its secrets. Now, the amount of damage that you do to a library's knowledge points is defined on a combo of what skills are class skills for you, wh- whether you have certain feats, but has uh, actually got a campaign trait, and what does that I campaign do. trait do?
3: First of all, it gives me a plus one trait bonus to Arcana History and Planes checks, which is flat out all the time. In addition, when researching, she is considered to have skill-focused for knowledge history when determining what die she rolls to reduce a library's knowledge points.
0: That is great. So, if, say, Grip were to make a research check in this library, and he somehow managed to succeed, he would deal 1d4 points of damage to it plus his intelligence modifier, which is nothing. Um, Normally, Dora, if she did not have this trait, would deal 1d8 plus her intelligence modifier, but because of this feat, which replicates having a skill focus in this skill, if you use history, you get to roll 1d12 plus your intelligence modifier. Now, these skill checks actually function just like an attack roll. If you get a natural 20, that is a threat. If you back it up, you get to do double damage also, a natural one is a failure, and the not- library's knowledge points will increase by a quarter of its overall value, essentially reflecting that you went down a bad path and you sort of confused yourself among the yeah, mess here. That's fantastic. That's so cool. Isn't that fun? The Giles in me is so happy. <laughs> so, what, uh, so you can make Local history or religion, I'm guessing you want so to make history. I will make history. Excellent. Now, I
3: don't count as having for this
0: role. Correct. I don't count as having that. So I'm Still just making just a normal history check for you. Okay. And add two from the library itself. It's for
3: 24, plus two for the library itself is 26.
0: You have beat the complexity. For every five by which a research check exceeds the library's complexity rating, the library's knowledge point are reduced by one additional point. Go ahead and roll 1d12 plus your intelligence modifier plus two more. Wow.
3: Plus six. Eleven on the die <gasps> plus six is seventeen. Oh my god! Man.
2: 17. What?
3: 17? 17. Oh, this number is haunting me.
2: There's got to be, there's got to be some, like 17 has some kind of meaning, some kind of psychic significance for I'm a Dora.
3: Big Stevie Nicks fan.
0: <laughs> okay, so this first day of research in the library, I think, is really about acclimating yourself to. What can be found here? What is actually the history of this place? And what roads might be interesting for you to go down in the future? You find out some sort of basic information about the asylum. You know, it's, it's located on Briarstone Isle. You already knew that. You learned it was founded in 4585, so 120 odd years ago, with the support of Count Hazerton Lowell's the first and Rosenport's Sinkamakti School of Sciences. That this asylum was originally devoted to dedicate itself to the treatment of patients with mental diseases, and that the staff has, from its founding, been dedicated to pursuing humane, non-magical treatments of mental disorders. Mm. There is a lot about Ustalav that is not what we would call today particularly progressive, but at least in this one area, it seems as though there was a chain of administrators who sought to do no harm and sought to use counseling and care rather than punishment and magic to cure people. Which leads you down a road of like, okay, so why why this place? Why this particular island? And you learn that Briarstone was originally intended, the structure was originally intended to be a fort because it's positioned right at the mouth of this major river where it opens into Lake and Carthon. It was positioned to protect Thrushmore, the capital of Versix County, from pirates sailing Lake and Carthon. The fort's original construction in 4315, another 270 odd years earlier, was plagued by accidents. Mm culminating in the death of its overseer, Captain Anak Atherton. Construction on the fort was halted, never completed, and rumors spread for hundreds of years that Briarstone Isle was haunted to expunge the taint of these, what he called, urban legends. Count Hazerton Lowells, the first, convinced the Church of Ferazma to perform an island-wide exorcism in 4584 the year before construction on the asylum as it's known today was completed it was proclaimed successful nothing messed up here we exercised it (laughs) you dig a little deeper and um maybe one of these you know, I don't, I don't have to remember this little detail, but all the books in this library were actually stolen from other places, uh, which I, <laughs> I love that detail. So maybe in a book that actually was like ripped off from the Cincomacte school. So a book from another place yeah. where maybe they were like a little more honest about what's going on in this area. <laughs> you find out that Captain Anik Atherton did not die in a construction accident. The overseer of uh, the fort, it was, called, it was going to be called Fort Briar, you find out that he disappeared, only to be discovered a week later, his entrails strewn across the island. And that stopped the fort's construction, and locals, ignored entirely by the counts and their family, complained for a long time about seeing lights in the deserted half-constructed structure. (laughs) (laughs) And rumors about this tragedy were attributed to someone who were name dropping in this campaign for the first time this tragedy was attributed by locals to the infamous briar stone witch and that might be something for you to research when you make your next research wow. check that's awesome
3: digging that mechanic
0: isn't it fun yeah, that's yeah. Cool. it's really really fun and especially, like, the, 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 the one time you get a critical hit on these things. I mean, yeah. with, with when you're rolling these D12s, you could actually almost plow through a library like this in a day, potentially, with a single critical hit.
3: So uh, I have one successful check on this library. Yes, so you will get will a
0: plus like- one on your next check. And then the one after that will get a plus two, and so forth. And then, so that's eight hours of your day, and then we know that Gull has a thought in terms
2: of uh, how he would have been doing his uh, crafting his billets and stuff Oh yeah, I think that I would be uh, have gone into the room with the children and with Tolman and been like here's something that you all can help me with and tried to basically enlist them in using his toys to do something and kind of overseeing them doing it and while at the same time talking to Tolman about Dora, mm-hmm. and saying uh, she she really needs someone to, to talk to her. Oh. Um, she, she probably will say that she doesn't, but she, this, this place has been really hard on her. And uh, she's kind of talking to a fox right now, and that's I don't think normal. So if you could Maybe listen to her for a while. That would probably be really helpful.
0: I would be happy to if you, you will stay here with the children and yeah. and Naysa as well will will we'll stay with you.
2: because um, I, I was going to ask uh, Winter about this, but when when people get like married and stuff, like I know there are rights for things like that, but are there is there any kind of right for if they if they they stop being married? Like to like, break up the the marriage?
0: Are you talking about an annulment or a divorce? I I don't know, what's the difference? Well an annulment would mean the marriage never happened. If the marriage was consummated, I don't believe any church would grant an annulment. But a divorce is, as far as I understand, a right to end a marriage. Is that
2: something that you could
0: oversee? Oh my friend, I am not I am a person of faith, but not. I think you would be best to talk to Ray.
2: I can't talk to him about this.
0: Unfortunately, I'm not the person to help you.
2: Look, I wanna think that we're all gonna get out of here, right? But if we don't, there's something I gotta do. Knowing that, is there anything you can do to help me. I don't want to die and not have this done. I can make it more official later on but do you know any anything about any rituals or anything
0: like that? I would check the chaplain's records office. He probably kept his holy books and his rites in there. You may be able to find the ritual you were looking for in that chamber.
2: If I'm able to find it would you oversee it?
0: I am not a priest, my friend.
2: You might be the closest thing that I have to be able to do this.
0: If you can find the words, I will say the words. Thanks. So Tolman goes uh, goes out to the library at the end of your at the end of your shift there researching. <laughs>
3: She's watching the ratlings eat the, eat the books.
0: books. And sits down by your side there. And as we've talked about before, there is part of this sanity mechanic involves someone being able to do some counseling that takes an eight-hour stretch of time. And you know we know that uh, Dora doesn't necessarily think that she needs it, but... um, She always likes to talk to people. She always likes to talk to people. Isn't that right? So Tolman will sit down with her and have a conversation. Let's see if you can make a DC 15 wisdom check. 19 on the die. Bam. All right. So that right there will knock two off of your sanity damage. And at the end of this full day of rest, you get to knock your charisma modifier off. What is that value? That is two. Two. Alright, so we take you down to 13 sanity damage. Is there anything else we want to do about Dora's sanity this particular day?
2: Did we talk about what those scrolls actually do?
0: Oh, the lesser restoration scrolls. Yes. You have two of those, right? I have two, yes. We do know they can be used once per day to heal one D two points of sanity damage, as an option. Now I know we've had a, some off mic conversations about oh this is a this is an interesting resource to talk about using in this way. However, as we've also talked about, it's uh, the way we're doing afflictions here. You know, maybe a, maybe a trade off. Is Ray feeling like he wants to try to to do that to contribute to Dora's recovery here?
4: So <laughs> this is hard hard to like gauge like. Point-wise, like, we know she's got 17 points of damage, this would heal, like, one or two. Yeah. Right? So how would we consider that cost? Like, lesser restoration can do other things for us, too, right? Would healing one or two points of sanity damage make any difference in regards to her current mental state?
0: I think this might be the way that Ray would think about it. Yeah. The more sanity damage she has at a moment she takes sanity damage mm-hmm. puts her closer to getting a much more debilitating possibly character ending madness. We should consider greater madnesses most of them kind of take you out of the campaign for a while. Yeah. If they don't kill you, they're like If they don't kill you, you're essentially an NPC. Yeah. So Ray knows that the more sanity damage she's sitting on at any moment puts her closer to any further sanity damage she takes knocking her over that edge could one or two points make the difference Uh, maybe maybe not she's got a nice stock of mental ability scores however as we've seen you know time and time again sometimes one or two points makes a difference so that's what you would know
4: Right.
2: Has, has Ray been, like, sitting in his... Wh- what have you been doing during this time?
4: Um, we've been cleaning and preparing for tonight's ceremony to say goodbye. To. Then
2: probably during the time that I would be changing over from one eight-hour thing to the next, to the next. eight-hour thing, yeah. uh, Gull would walk through and see this cleaning and everything, preparing and stuff, and he would ha- take this opportunity to go up to Ray and talk to him. Great. Hey Ray, yes, you know Dora is not doing so hot, and uh I know you said that you think of yourself as like a healer if there's anything you can do to help help her you know uh i i
4: I think that it would be good look I've got these uh i have i got these these scrolls. Uh, if I use one of them, it might help her. Um, oh,
0: well then, let let's do that. Uh, okay. Great. So on this shift change, maybe you accompany Tolman in as he's sitting down to talk and. Uh, I hug him. <laughs> he hugs you back. Uh, roll a die of your choice, and even heals one, and odd heals two. Even. Dora is down to 12 sanity damage. Her madness is not dormant, but she is further down the road to health. I think at some point during the course of this day as well, I wasn't planning on this, but let's do it. Robert, you made the point of sort of having Grip reach out to Erwin to try to make a connection and and, uh, assure her that you were going to be there too protect her and this group, mm-hmm. and sometime during the course of this day, maybe as you're helping out at one of the barricades, she would approach you and say, I want to ask you something if I might. Uh, eh? I was talking about you yesterday, He's I was talking about what I remembered. Because Winter assured me that no harm would come to me. Now I don't know if she was Winter at that moment, but she was very convincing. She felt that the truth coming out was the best thing for the group. So I talked, and I talked. When you weren't here, and I regret that night, and I just wanted to say to you, if you want to know what I remember about that night, well, I'll tell you, only if you want to.
1: I think... It's probably not going to be something that is a pleasant thing for me to hear, but I am starting to think that sunlight is the best cure for things, so I would listen if you would want to tell me.
0: So they always told us that Dr. Trace went back to his family and that's where he left? that there was some sort of emergency, that he, like, retired. That was a shite excuse, wasn't it? He didn't give a lick about his family. He never went back to Rosenport once, all the time we knew him. We all knew he and the Count, they weren't getting along. I mean, they were cordial, but it was a show. We all knew it. It was shite. Things were tense. There was talk about funding getting cut, jobs being lost, everyone was in a state, and then in Farraste. I worked the overnight shift. I did the cleaning left over from the day shift, the messes that the nurses hadn't gotten to. And my routine was always the same. It had to be Dr. Trace was a stickler for routine. He liked things just so, always the same. But I'm not a machine, you know. And that night was a hard one. I needed a break. And when I was supposed to be all the way on the south side of the building, on the third floor, I stepped out back for a smoke over the over the Northern Cliffs Lake. I just wanted to look at the moon. And that's when I saw something creeping over the top of the cliff. It's it's hundred feet tall. I thought to myself, like what could climb that? I gasped, I dropped my smoke, and then without warning the creature was on me. It happened so fast. I saw movement, and then I was held so tightly. I couldn't breathe, and I, I started blacking out. But then the moon came out from a cloud, and I saw Another man, or what looked like a man, a small, thin man wrapped in a black cloak, claiming over the cliff. And he whispered, Stop, grip. And the monster stopped squeezing me. And she's now sort of falling back a bit into a reverie. And you can tell she's almost seeing this as it happens. It wasn't a monster squeezing me, it was you. And the little fella said, No evidence of foul play. That's the rule of engagement, my friend. If we kill her, people will start asking questions. And you said, She's not supposed to be here now. No, no, she's not. But into each life, into each plan, a little chaos must fall. But it's all right. And then the little fellow looked at me, and he said, Erwin, right? Yeah, Erwin, it's a nice name. You know what else is a nice name? Siobhan, Jenna, Gerald. Those are my mom, my sister, and her son. Erwin's not gonna tell a soul, a little one said, She's not even going to think about telling a soul what she's seen tonight, right, Grip? And you took me by the neck with one hand and you walked me over to the cliff's edge and you held me over that hundred foot drop with one hand and you looked me in the eyes and you said, Listen to me and hear me when I say this, I swear to you on my soul. When you said that you had a soul, the little fella chuckled and then you laughed. You said if you say one word about what you've seen and what you heard here, I'll tear you apart with my bare hands. I'll find your mother and I'll kill her. I'll find everyone you or your mother ever loved at any point in your shit stain of a life, and I'll gut them, and I'll make it wet and messy and slow. Do you hear me? Do you fucking hear me? I was near dying at the moment, but I knew I, you needed me to nod, so I nodded. And you threw me on the ground. And as I was catching my breath, the little guy came over. He, he picked up my smoke out of the grass. He put it in his mouth, he said, get back to work, Erwin. And he smiled. And the moonlight glinted off his metal teeth. And stay away from the second floor. But then you said no. Wait, this dumb fuck just got an idea. Into each plan, little chaos, right? Wanna have a little fun, buddy? Oh you know I do. And you came back. You said you're the cleaning lady, right? Within well, two hours, exactly two hours, you go to the administrator's room. And you better work quickly. Tick, tick, tick. And you both laughed. And you went into the building. And in two hours I did what you said, and there was so much blood. There was not a trace of Dr. Trace, not a speck of blood on any of the fabric in there, only on the floor, only where I could actually clean it. And I cleaned it. And I kept my mouth shut for three fucking years.
1: I did not know what to say to that. I could offer you an apology.
0: No. But? No. I know it wasn't you. I see that night.
1: I hope you do. And it's very, very easy for me to say, well, that wasn't me. And in many ways it was not. But in other ways it was. And if I could take it back, I would I have a feeling if I could take back a lot of who I was, I would. Thank you for telling me.
0: Knowledge is a curse.
1: Hey, well, (laughs) I've not been cursed with too much of that. (laughs) I think she does laugh a little at that. (laughs) But let us move forward and not back, shall we?
0: And then at what passes for nightfall, the 29th of Lamashin, the whole group gathers in the chapel on the western end by the statue of Ferasma.
4: So in the preparation, Ray understands very little about religion, but he did a little bit of thinking, a little bit of research and learned that Farazma does not care for a lot of pomp. circumstance and floweriness and formality that there's a there's almost a casualness because death is such an inevitable uh, part of life so in laying out winter she is covered because she has been so brutally murdered but it's a very simple she's not ornately decorated with with anything you know it's just a very simple layout and just asking friends to gather close, gesturing people to come close. Yeah. And um, Ray has tried to slick his hair back a little bit. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs>
4: so his, he's trying to keep his hair out of his eye and appear as, like, official as possible. So he he gestures... Forward with his palms up and says today my brothers and sisters we bear solemn witness to the passage of our friend winter today we are going to focus our prayers on the goddess ferasma and he gestures behind him to her holy symbol yeah and then traces a sort of spirally shape over his heart. And those who are also worshipers of Farasma know this gesture yeah. and mirror it
0: back. And that is many of these people.
4: Winter served Ferasma well, with purity and with purpose. And now Winter will face her judgment in the boneyard. Regardless of creed, of doctrine or faith, all who live must face her judgment. She is the great equalizer, the keeper of life and death, the unbroken circle. Ray takes a little bit of um, dust and dirt from the ground in his palm and takes his masterwork silver dagger and cuts uh, his palm open so that it bleeds and he mixes the dust and the blood into a kind of mud and he forms the uh, uses the mud to form the shape of the spiral Mm -hmm. on his forehead Mm -hmm. and as he does he says the earth nourishes us with her fruit and then he starts takes some more mud and he does her forehead so too do we nourish the earth with our death Take her goddess, yeah, so he raises his eyes to the heavens and his palms up to the sky again. Take her goddess beyond the boneyard. May she pass into the fields of heaven. May she reach the foot of the mountain. And may the archons lead her soul to its rightful purpose. We commend winter to you, Verasma, body and soul, and the lady shall keep it and the followers of Phrasma repeat, and the lady shall keep it.
0: And the lady shall keep it.
4: I would like to offer a prayer for all of us to Shailen. Shailen, today I ask you to help us all. Be with us while we struggle in the darkness of grief and fear. Help us recognize joy in small moments with a glance towards Tolma. Yeah. Hope in your love and beauty in our pain. Walk beside us in our journey, filling the void and emptiness with your presence. So be it.
0: Look around. So So be it. it.
4: We face this tragedy with bravery and calm, for we know we, too, will find our way to the boneyard. Today, we say to the goddess, not yet. And everyone repeats.
0: Not yet.
4: And that's the end of the uh, ceremony. We're
0: going to end with that.
3: That was very nice, Red. And
0: that's the end of chapter 20. See you next week. Thank you. Dark Nexus uses music and soundscapes by Sirenscape. Check them out at sirenscape.com. That's S Y R I N S C A P E.com. Opening and closing themes along with additional music composed by Rob Kozlaric. Artwork for Dark Nexus is by Matt Walquist. Special thanks to Toy, without whose generosity this project would not have been possible. And thanks to DMCP, Richard and Ari, Paul and Shannon, Chris, Scotty, Jason, Jess, Joe, Chelsea, Matt, Dave, Darren, and everyone we've gamed with over the years for all the memories and inspiration. Fantastic. Did we level? <laughs>